honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com. It's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis along with Andrea Donsky. And one of the things I love most about winter coming, other than the snow, I know I'm odd, is I love to eat lots of soups and stews. I had the best chicken soup the other day and Andrea's shaking her head. You know what I'm talking about. I just love it. So there are ways to, as Ashley Koff, registered dietitian who we adore, to winterize your liquid nutrition. Ashley, so glad to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I think I, I remember observing a few years back that there, there was this whole, like, I guess it was just media related, but people, you know, would always do things like ask me to talk about hydration as we were going into the summer or, you know, in the winter, it would be like, we weren't talking about, you know, giving recommendations for salads or for green juices, you know, and uh, it dawned on me that there's a lot of changes that happen that we naturally want to pay attention to and adjust. So I'm a total fan of, of changing your liquid nutrition in the winter, but I think we also really have to be conscious of what the what can be happening unconsciously as we make some of those different choices. So for example, you know, just even I'll have people who tell me, you know, that instead of drinking an iced tea, they're drinking a chai tea latte for, you know, in, in the mm-hmm. um in the winter. Or, you know, oh, I really love to have hot cocoa. Or I really, you know, and you were mentioning the soups and, you know, people are doing the soups and the stews. And things like getting more salt in or actually getting a lot less water in because a lot of our fruits and vegetables and liquid nutrition that we have in the summer is water-based. And so I think it's really important to, number one, look at your liquid intake as you move into the winter. And, you know, especially if you're like an amazing chicken soup, sometimes I've looked at those and those have enough of your sodium for the entire day in them or even more than one day, you know. So I think we have to pay attention to that. So for example, in that case, what we would want to do is make sure I would pay attention, you know, the easiest way to do it when I say pay attention is just go ahead and do a food journal for a week or two as the weather's transitioning and see. And if you're doing more of the soups, especially if you're doing some store-bought ones or you're eating soup out and you notice that you're thirsty afterwards, or maybe you notice you're having more sweet cravings afterwards, these are signs that maybe there's, you're getting more sodium than you might have been getting from that summer salad or from a summer smoothie. So what you can do is you can make sure that you first, you know, if in the world of being able to make it yourself wonderful, you can have a smaller portion. You can look for low-sodium options. You can also do things like add avocado or add potato or things that are good sources of potassium so that we are paying attention to hydration. Um, And then there are some real wins in the winter, and I really think of those in terms of our winter vegetables. So, you know, I'm just, I mean, I get so, you know, I'm like the broccoli woman, but I get so excited when I start going out and it's like, you know, anywhere that I am, Brussels sprouts are on the menu or cauliflower and, you know, they're roasted, sauteed, right? We're all like drooling. It's like, you've got the pumpkin, you've got the parsnip, the onions, and there are nutrients in there that are so valuable for our body, especially... Um, All of the brassicas that I was just mentioning are so important, and especially my broccoli, in terms of detoxification, and we need to make sure that that's happening during the winter. And we have other nutrients in our vegetables, like all those orange ones that are making sure that we're nourishing our skin, and our skin needs so much attention during the winter. So I love that. I actually have a blog um, that I just posted on my website at ashleycoffrd.com that talks about, and actually my friend, do you guys know Tess Masters, the blender girl? Have you had her? Oh, I love her. Yeah. I've I've had her on my other show. I'm going to, I'm going to be talking with her. So I'll get her on Naturally Savvy. She's awesome. Yeah. So she gave me a couple of her recipes and she has this amazing app that I use whenever I'm looking for, you know, inspired uh, liquid, liquid ideas. Um, 
But, you know, something else that does the, um, and I know it's something we're all fans of, uh, but, you know, that really helps us is actually to turn to the foods and the spices that are naturally warming. So, you know, when people start mm-hmm. to say to me, like, they love that chai, there's a reason that we actually gravitate more towards chai in the winter than we do in the summer. And that's because the actual spices that are in chai. And remember, I'm talking about a quality chai that really has the spices as opposed to, you know, something <laughs> that's just made with flavors. Um, but those spices actually do that. They, they're, they have a very warming impact on the body. So that's wonderful. You know, I love that. I love, you know, if you're doing, you know, in your um, soups, you know, definitely you can add herbs, you can add spices, and they're going to have a real benefit, and as well as those warming teas. You know, one of the things that I find with a lot of my clients is actually in the winter, because they're cold, it's actually easier for them to get in tea, whereas during the summer, maybe it's, you know, more difficult. And tea can be such a great way to interrupt the eating, you know, or to end, to conclude the eating. So a lot of times I'll say, you know, go ahead and have that cup of tea or go ahead and have that cup of tea before you're eating. Um, So we've got some great recommendations in there. And then in the same way that spices warm you up, there are also things, and I know sometimes some of these are thought about as not really applicable for liquid, but I just want to remind us that liquid is exactly what Andrea was going to, you know, your stews, your soups, you can do what I call like bump up a smoothie to, you know, have it be a little bit heartier. So everything from your oats, Mm -hmm. your quinoa, um, seeds like sesame, sunflower, hemp, We've got um, in our nuts, uh, pine nuts. So, you know, I love to make pesto in the winter, walnuts, cashews. I actually make cashew cream, um, in, and I put it on top of a baked apple with some of those spices, and it's a wonderful yeah. dessert. Yeah. Um, or on pumpkin, I'll make that for you guys one of these days. Um, so I think that there, you know, there are things that we can go food first in terms of thinking about it. And then my last two points are really, you know, really thinking about we do have to be careful. I call it beat the winter blah, um, but, you know, we're freezing, so we've got our, you know, shoulders up around our neck. Uh, we're not getting light. You know, there are all these airborne bugs, and everybody's, like, coughing on each other, and there are heaters. You know, I, I feel like any apartment or hotel I go into, I actually turn on the bath. I know it's a waste of water. I try to find things I can do with the water, but I leave the water just a little bit, like an inch of water in the bathtub while I'm in a hotel room because we just get so dry. It's, it's like, crazy dried out with the heaters. Um, and so some of the things we can do, you know, there are – Make sure that we're getting our vitamin D. You know, make, I always travel with my homeopathics, especially like sinusalia and some of these others during the winter, so that if I start to notice that I'm getting congested and dried, that, I, you know, that they're, um, they're sort of a great first line of uh, uh, intervention on that way. I also, you know, definitely love to throw mushrooms into any of those liquid nutrition options that we're talking about. But if I'm not getting them in, I'm also going to make sure, as I mentioned, that I'm taking in, you know, a vitamin D supplement. And then my magnesium. You guys know how I swear by my of magnesium. <laughs> so supplemental, but also, you know, adding cacao and you can add the cacao to that cashew cream and we have a total win there. Um, and then the last thing I want to point out is we're meant to be going to bed earlier. You know, it gets dark really, really early. For some people, I feel mm-hmm. bad. It's dark at like three, four o'clock at, you know, in the afternoon. And our bodies, you know, what we, when we are meant to be going to sleep, so i.e. when we're t- our bodies are signaling us that with fatigue, but we have so much more work to do, we can often create a real imbalance by eating against what our body is naturally supposed to do. So it really is that time in the year to focus on, you know, that old saying of eat like a king and then a prince and a pauper or queen, you know, whatever, um, throughout the day. So to be eating less and not eating so late in the evening is really going to make a big difference. So it's a time, you know, one great recommendation is if you're used to having dessert after your dinner meal, have dessert as your snack or have dessert after your lunch, you know. Now, don't have two desserts now, but, you know, shift the time that you're having that 
um, so that you can you don't feel like you're deprived, but you're not adding so much work for your body to do because your body is already feeling overwhelmed by all of the you know just having to like keep you warm and healthy throughout the winter. So lots of things that we can do to stay healthy, and they play out in our liquid form because liquid at the end of the day, I love liquid nutrition as long as we hold it to the core principles of better nutrition, so quality, quantity, nutrient balance. If we pay attention to those. Liquid nutrition is awesome because as winter, your body's trying to deal with all of those things, the liquids mean that the, it's more easily, readily digested. It's actually been digested. That's what the liquid form is doing, you know, so it's so great. Yeah, you know what? And I also love, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm out of this time today for our show, but I'm a big fan of making my own soups and I add in Himalayan or Celtic sea salt. So you get, yeah. we can recharge our batteries. We know Ashley yes. and I did a whole thing on stress and adrenals and thyroid. So uh, you know, good quality sea salt is amazing for recharging our batteries. Well, Ashley, thank you. That was very interesting. I, I always say I could live on a liquid liquid diet in terms of good nutrition and good quality soups. I do love wintertime and I love the types of food that we do have. So loved everything you talked about. Thank you for being on our show, Ashley. You can learn more about Ashley at her website at ashleycoffapproved.com. You can also follow her on Twitter at, at Ashley, excuse me, at Ashley Coff. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm going to go get myself a cup of soup. Mm, stay well. <laughs>